Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. It is so good to see you all, and we want to welcome you. This is the Global Watch International Call. It is the 24th of February, 2023, 6 a.m. Jerusalem time. This is a special hour, a special session, because we are blessed once again for our second week to have the Australian Watch with Colin and Alison. Now, Sue Rao is going to just share a few words with us. Over to you, Sue. I'll try to share a few words with you. I just have gotten off viewing the 200-year anniversary of the National Collegiate Day to Pray in America, and they planned it last year, and guess where they planned it to be from? Asbury University, <laughs> which as if, you, if the news has gotten around, you know that there's been a bit of an outpouring there. And I'm not even there, <laughs> but the presence of God came across and the presence was overwhelmingly of the goodness of God. And I, I believe what's emanating is a holiness movement mm-hmm. where his, the children wanted to stay around the Holy Father. Well. Who does not condemn them? Who does not make them run and do things? <laughs> but who are willing to just sit? I'm not saying that's the way we can do life, but for that means for readjustment in all of us, in yeah. reprioritizing what we do and how we do it. We can all, we're all a work in progress. <laughs> But that's definitely the atmosphere that came across. And when you're in the goodness of God, the measuring line becomes quite different on how we measure our lives and what we're doing, what we're emphasizing, how we're thinking. And so I feel like I'm just going through a whole readjustment <laughs> and uh, very thankful for God's grace to be doing this. I think there's about 25 different is now pursuing that same thing. But there is much wisdom in how they have handled this. And I pray it emanates for everyone that it really is about the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. Um, I can't get out of Romans 2, 4. Or do you despise the riches of the goodness, forbearing and long-suffering, not knowing the goodness of God leads you to repentance. And I think that they're shifting how they're pursuing the revival there and basically narrowing the time frames so that people can go on with their work. But I don't think that's wrong. I feel like unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, how will it live? But if it dies, it will grow and multiply. I believe that's what we're seeing before our eyes. And I know people are going to take this. And there was a real commission to take the presence of God and now spread wherever you go. And this one, I don't know how many people were live streaming like me and got wrecked 
But Father, I just pray that you have your will and way with us. Yes. yes. And for anybody who needs a touch of the goodness of God, would you touch us tonight? And I thank you for Colin and Allison who are picking up the watch and may it be a vehicle tonight, a gateway of your goodness into Australia to once again touch the hearts of people. <laughs> there may be others out there that need a good cry just like me. Let me so bad. Over to you, Colin. Yeah, yeah, just please, if there's something that you feel needs to be shared, please just unmute or something to pray at this point. Just out of, let's just continue on in there. Jenny Hager, do you have something on your heart? Just the words coming deep calls to deep. Yeah. You know, all your waves crash over me, deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfall is it all your waves crash over me and I think just the Lord is just drawing us deeper and deeper into him and what is on his heart earlier on signal I saw about Nigeria's elections and I just broke for Nigeria I think God what an honour to be touching the Father's heart in all of this. What a privilege that his heartbeat, that we're hearing his heartbeat, that he's giving us that sensitivity in the Holy Spirit to be drawn into the deep waters with him. And uh, sometimes words... We just journey on past words. We just journey on into tears. Or we just journey on into holy silences. Yeah, Tim and Karen, I think if we could just jump. Uh, Karen, to you just reading this word just, that came from David Wagner and just give us the timing of when that came through David Wagner at Stairway, please, just some background and then. You could read that, it'd be terrific with a babe on your lap. Yeah, so David Wagner, most of you will probably know David Wagner. He's been a great friend of Stairway Church for probably seven or eight years now. And he's come out frequently to us outside of COVID times and has had a very big impact on us as a church, but also a great impact, I think, all around the nation and in Melbourne through his ministry and his prophetic words. He came to Stairway on the 5th of February to our service on a Sunday because that was the day that we were transitioning our leadership from Lynn and Pete stepping down, the part, the founding pastors stepping completely away and a new leadership team taking over. And David, on that morning, but he also gave a prophetic word, which is broader than for Stairway. It's for Australia, <laughs> probably for everyone. It's two and a half pages long, so it's it's quite long, so bear with me as I read, read through it. I think I'm, I'll hand my grandson Luke over to Grandpa. So this is the word, 5th of February, 2023. Lift up your eyes to the heavens and keep your eyes fixed upon me 
as I show you great and mighty things you have never known or seen before. I am setting love as the backdrop of the year ahead. My grace is about to outshine the darkest of nights and my mercy is about to break through like the dawn. Truth and righteousness are about to be put on full display. As I tip the scales, justice will prevail. Psalm 89.14, righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Mercy and truth go before your face. Stand your ground. Do not turn back. Do not retreat and do not give up. Your time has come, so press in and press onward for the kingdom of darkness is about to crumble. The enemy is losing his footing as I bring about a holy reset and alignment in the earth. Heads are about to roll as the sword of the spirit and truth decapitate the political and religious spirits that have blinded, confused, controlled and corrupted churches, governments and people. Don't be afraid. Be bold. As righteousness increases, so does boldness. Proverbs 28.1. The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Guard your hearts and watch your words. Do not let the news of the day callous your hearts or change your perception of what I am doing in the earth. Fill your heart and mouth with words of faith, hope and love. I am flipping the script and changing the narrative of this new season. My word and my promises always prevail. Do not give place to the enemy. I invite you to be unoffendable. Be quick to forgive. In all things pursue love for it does not falter and it does not fail. Matthew 12, 34, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. 1 Corinthians 13, 8, love never fails. Be intentional and take initiative. There is nothing coincidental or accidental in the kingdom. You're about to get caught up in the intentionality of heaven. I'm desiring that both the intent and the content of my heart. I'm doing things on purpose and with great precision in this season. The blueprints for this new year are being released in great detail to those who are willing to build their church, to build their world with my word. The gift of the word of wisdom is about to increase for the church, business and government. A fresh Joseph and Daniel type anointing is being released to know both how to dream and how to interpret dreams. The discernment, tenacity and virtuous vision is coming upon many so that you may know how to see clearly in the dark, stand courageously with your friends and be fearless even in the presence of your enemies. Angels are standing at attention. They are waiting to respond to the decrees of heaven and carry out the word of the Lord. I am bringing my people from potential to promise and from preparation to possession. The appointed time and the acceptable year has done, has come. Daniel 2, 19 to 23. Then the secret was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. So Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, ever, for wisdom and might are his. And he changes the times and the seasons. 
He removes kings and raises up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness and light dwells with him. I thank you and praise you, O God of my fathers. You have given me wisdom and might and have now made known to me what I have asked of you. For you have made known to us the king's demand. This is a year of decision. I am calling my church to be decisive so that they may bring a generation out of the valley of decision. I'm empowering the church with a new focus on the lost. Make up your minds and set your faith towards the fact that you are called to do the work of the evangelist. I am turning the hearts of nations at a rapid pace. There will be many uprisings in the earth as people long to know the truth, the true truth. Freedom is going to set captive nations free. This is the year and decade of the multitudes coming to Jesus like never before in the history of the church. Ministers of reconciliation are about to emerge to bring prodigals back to the Father. Joel 3.14, multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. 2 Timothy 4.5, but you keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist and all the duties of your ministry. The walls that have separated the church from one another are falling. A unified church is about to break forth with power and promise as the prayer of Jesus is answered when he prayed, Father, make them one as you and I are one. Religious division is losing its grip as I call the church to come together heart to heart. The Father is mending and turning hearts so that the church will be one and the world can be one. John 17, 21, Father, make them one as you and I are one. An awakening of identity is about to take place as sons and daughters step into the reality of who they are and whose they are. Holiness is about to be embraced by this generation, not as religious obligation or legalistic duty, but as grace, as innocence is being restored to the generation that had it stolen from them. A people from within a people are coming forth, undefiled, wholehearted, and pure in heart who will establish a new normal and reset the moral compass of the church and their culture. Psalm 24.3, who may ascend into the hill of the Lord or who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is Jacob, the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face. Lift up your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Lift up your everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Revival fires aren't just going to be released in the church. 
but we be poured out upon entire families. Families in revival will bring the glory of renewal to both rural towns and city centres. Get ready for the glory of the Lord to fall in living rooms and upon family altars as the Father draws multiple generations to Jesus at the same time. You are being given a front row seat to witness the miracle prophesied in Malachi 4, 5, 6. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord, and he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to the fathers. I have removed every limitation and I have broken every train of, chain of restraint. It is time for you to step into the greater works of Jesus. Stretch forth your hands and I will heal. Open your mouth and I will fill it with my word. Declare what I have spoken, and I will set the captives free. This is a year of lasting freedom and deliverance from bondage and disease. The days of timidity, self-imposed limits, and clipped wings is over. It is time to step into a season of fearless faith. You are about to experience the overwhelming determination of the Lord. I am fully determined that you have and walk in everything that I paid for at the cross. It is time to embrace and walk in what he has paid in full for you. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will also do, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. That's out of John 14. Will you linger a little longer in my presence? Please don't be in a hurry. I don't want you to miss one thing that I am doing. But even more, I long just to be with you. Will you let me enjoy this moment with you? I am releasing a heightened awareness of greater glory and presence. Don't plan me out of our meetings. Don't be more time conscious than God conscious. Make room, create space and I will move in unusual and unprecedented ways. Miracles await you around every twist and turn of this new year together. This is going to be a year of new insights and new sounds as I put my love on display across the earth. The light of my extravagant love is about to burst on the world stage as I put myself on display. I am fine-tuning the ears of the church to hear the sounds of heaven. I'm about to get the attention of the world with the new sound coming from the church in the days ahead. It's going to be like the surround sound of heaven. Haggai 2, 6-9. For thus says the Lord of hosts, once more I will shake heaven and earth, the sea and dry land, and I will shake all nations, and they shall come to the desire of all nations. And I will fill this temple with glory, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place I will give peace, says the Lord of hosts. Swing the doors open. The wind of my spirit is about to blow afresh and anew. Get your hopes up. Get your hopes up. 
you will be you have been holding on to hope, but now hope is grabbing a hold of you. Set the sails of your faith and head to the place that looks impossible. Get ready to laugh in the enemy's face. I will have the last word, and the word I speak is life. Cast vision. Rehearse the victories of the past and raise the sword of the spirit again. It's time to take the land. I am releasing a new Holy Spirit aggression upon you. Don't settle for less than what I said. Revisit the promise, embrace it, grab hold of it, and refuse to settle for anything less. Get ready to be captivated and mesmerized by my presence once again, says the Lord. Hebrews 10.23, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Amen. Amen. Oh, thanks, Karen. Sue Rao or Jenny Hager, is there any, anything in the back of that you want to just add? In to I didn't get that. Could you try again? Here's my Siri there. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think Shirley is a prophet. Probably also can comment. Please. My sense is there's so much in that word that witnesses to us all, and and I think he mentions Malachi four about sending Elijah, and that's what we're particularly walking in with the gathering that is coming up on Mount Carmel, we're walking in the spirit of Elijah and we're seeing in our day that because we're also studying Joel Richardson's book, Sinai to Zion, and also I've been rereading, it's worth everyone reading David Davis's book, Elijah Legacy, because although he wrote it in something like 2008 and 2009, uh, and I remember he came to Australia and shared with us, there's such fire on that book today. There's still such a powerful anointing on it. And God is helping us to understand that, that, that because we're moving towards Purim. And Esther was told she was born for such a time as this. And I think as we're moving towards Purim, the Lord is giving us understanding of the day in which we're living and what he's doing. And I think, Colin, to stand against all discouragement, and we know that if the spirit of Elijah is coming to restore the hearts of the fathers to the sons and the sons to the fathers, and I love what the prophecy said about family, but I think we're also seeing around the globe that again, again, we're seeing Ahab and Jezebel rising to contend with that spirit of Elijah. So we will need to be very strong to stand against these spirits in, in, in our day now. And the wonderful thing about Elijah on Mount Carmel is that he not only stood against the prophets of Baal and showed the nation the idolatry they had, but as David describes in his book, not far from where he was, the fire was falling on the altar, the grass had overgrown the altar of the Lord. And that's what we see a lot in our own day, that the altar of the Lord is really covered in weeds. And so he went and he pulled out all the stones and there happened to be 12 stones and he was showing is the divided northern nation that they were part of the 12 tribes just a brilliant thing what a day we're living in for those who have got ears to the day yeah thanks Jenny I definitely feel like we are in a time where the tables are turning 
And there's going to be more, so get ready. <laughs> and it, all the way through that word, I kept going back to what the Lord was speaking to me about. Get ready for the unveiling, because it's going to start happening. And the Turkey earthquakes, everything that's going to be shaken is going to be shaken. <clears throat> and even this weekend, I was talking to a friend, and I said, just watch the stock market when it opens on Tuesday. It's going to shake. <laughs> it dived. I mean, it's just, but the one hope I have is Isaiah 60 is that as the darkness gets darker, his light is going to get lighter. And just experiencing the heart of the Father in the midst of all of that's going on, he's depositing that. And it's, isn't the message from Asbury is that it's not about a location, it's about us being ready to just receive it. And that's my prayer for myself, for Fred, for all of our family, for all of you guys, for the church to receive it now, because we desperately need that light, that strength for all the tables that are going to start turning. And this yeah. news about China and, you know, with a 12-point peace plan, stop the war in Ukraine and Russia, would, that's, I have no idea where that's going, but God does <laughs> but the tables are turning. Yeah. 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 Let's we just let's go to pray with this. We're at the halfway mark on our call. Let's go to pay. Let's just keep it open without going into uh, breakout rooms. Let's just keep it open. But please place up your hand. Now keep the word of wisdom, keep the prayers succinct. It's not the quantity of the words, but the very caliber of the spirit of what you're praying and give everyone the opportunity to be able to just have their input and I just want to encourage you too and I even to be unmuted so that we can hear the amens and the responses and the just expression of it but let's before we go there just sit sit quietly for a moment and I'll just give you the signal for us to begin in prayer in asking the Lord to bring the very depth and heart both to our nation Australia but also for us in the nations both for Australia in the nations Lord we know that the spirit of God is moving we, we can sense it we know things are changing we really do in holiness boy by golly in the prayer room here this morning holiness so I tell you what was absolutely central as was yesterday morning the Lord just keeps pegging our posture fully focused on the holy one and this holy ground upon which we are so let's just you know, wait for a bit. I'm out and about and my batteries were on holiday, so my batteries low. But I've just come to a ship's bell. And it was used to rouse the crew and could be heard throughout the whole pilot station. So I just feel to do a prophetic act and I'm going to ring this bell and I'm rousing Australia. I'm rousing the ecclesia to be wide awake and alert to the deception and the trickery of the enemy in these times. Very good bell. What? Ringing this bell in the name of Jesus. Father, and we're calling in every one of your troops to stand alert and be ready in arms with your weapons, with the weapons that you've given us, Father God, to do exactly what you tell us to do. 
We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for releasing your power. The revival that is sweeping not only America, but Lord, it's going to sweep the nations. And we are all going to pick up our arms and we're going to follow every one of your commands. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' mighty name. So just unmute. And, um... I just have a scripture for you. And the Passion Translation by Brian Simmons has not yet published the, the book of Jeremiah. But here is one of the scriptures that he's busy preparing. And I just feel to speak this over Australia. I'm not going to pray into it. I'm just going to read this one, one scripture. Yahweh appeared to me from another realm and said, I have deeply loved you with a forever love that is why i have been so patient and kind to draw you to my heart you are precious to me and i will build you up again amen, amen. thank you Lord. what was that scripture shirley could you say what it was I'll put it in the chat now. Yeah, just, and I just want to encourage you, if you, you please just go ahead and keep it, as I say, just keep it brief, keep it succinct. Thanks, Hilary. Thank you. Along with Alison's word, in the prayer room, the Lord was showing us this army that the Lord is raising up in his passion, in his compassion. But it was just that this zeal, the zeal of the bridegroom making ready his bride and that we would hold on to what he's given to us and we were declaring the scriptures for to the church of philadelphia and also the promise actually to the church of Thyatira to those who did not tolerate jezebel and so with this whole world pride father we cry out to you for your mercy, your great grace, as I was just weeping and weeping in Sydney, I think last time you were on, I just felt your great compassion for all those caught up in all of this, Father, that there would be such a radical healing, there would be such a radical deliverance, there'd be such a radical heart turning away from these things that so grieve you, and people crying out to know you and meet you their living saviour, Lord, deliverer, redeemer, and that, Lord, you would bring through deep discipleship, cleansing, purging, purifying of your body here in Australia, Lord, and that we would be able to hold on to the crown that you are giving to us and not let it go, not allow it to be deceived away, and we would be able to hold on to what is righteous and true and not anymore go down seeking Satan's deep, dark secrets, that, Father, you're wanting to raise us up to rule and reign with you. And we just thank you. This is all by your glorious Holy Spirit. And as uh, Colin was saying, Lord, that your spirit of holiness would so deeply indwell us to the roots, to the depths, and do your purging fire in me, in every one of us, Father God, that when the powers of darkness really come in great measure, we will be able to stand and hold on and not bow. And we praise and thank you. This is your doing. And you will give us that grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, Joseph. 
Yeah, we just can't hear you, sister. No, must be the volume. No, still can't. Yeah, no, just while just while you're working on that, let's just go to Marguerite. Thanks, Marguerite. Trying to get my video to work. It goes on and off. But yeah. I want to declare this verse over. Come back. Why does your phone go blank when you want it to be open? I want to declare the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. In these coming days of turbulence and trouble, in these coming days of revival, in these coming days that you're bringing upon the earth, Lord, let us hang on to the truth that we trust you and your peace will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 Yeah. Yeah. As I said, just encourage you to unmute so that we can As hear. Scripture says Lord. that a mind stayed upon thee has perfect peace. And I'm just thinking about Isaiah 60. And it says in the Amplified, arise from the depression and frustration of which circumstances have kept us. Rise to a new life. Shine the radiance with the glory of the Lord. For your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. And I also come to Proverbs 4, verse 18, that says the path of the righteous just and righteous is like the light of dawn that shines more and more brighter and clearer until it reaches its full strength and glory and the perfect day to be prepared so i just think it's so wonderful that is the light that is shining through us and and it's going to get stronger and stronger Thank you, Lord, for your word. It's just so encouraging in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Give Is that another working? try. King? Yep. Is it working? Now. Okay, I, I use my other form. Okay. I the Lord really put on my heart to speak of first Samuel 2 and where Hannah has received Samuel and where she gives Samuel back to God. And I want to read 1 Samuel 1, 27, 28, and 2, 1 to 10. For this child I prayed, and the Lord has given me my petition, which I asked of him. Therefore also I have lent him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he shall be lent to the Lord. And he worshipped the Lord there. And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoiced in the Lord. Mine horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over mine enemies, because I rejoice in thy salvation. There is none holy as the Lord, for there is none beside thee. Neither is there any rock like our God. Talk no more so Exceeding loudly, let not arrogancy come out of your mouth. For the Lord mm -hmm. is a God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighted. The bows of the mighty men are broken, 
and they that stumbled are girded with strength. They that were full have hired out themselves for bread, and they that were hungry cease, so that the barren has born seven, and she that has many children it is waxed feeble. The Lord kills and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and brings up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He brings low and lifts up. He raises up the poor out of the dust and lifted up the beggar from the dunghill to set him among princes and to make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and he has set the world upon them. He will keep the feet of his saints and the wicked shall be silent in darkness. For by strength shall no man prevail the adversaries of the Lord shall be broken to pieces. Out of heaven shall he thunder upon them. The Lord shall judge the ends of the earth, and he shall give strength unto the king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Thanks, Amen. Yeah. Thanks, Tim Karen. Yeah, I just want to pray part of this word mm. where David says, um, you're about to get caught up in the intentionality of heaven. I'm desiring that both the intent and content of my heart. I'm doing things on purpose and with great precision in this season. Mm. And then he talks about the gift of the word of wisdom being released. Father, that is the cry of our hearts. Yeah. It is the cry of our hearts that we would know both the content and the intent of your heart, that we would know it with precision, that we would understand the blueprints. There's the blueprints for this new year of being released in detail. And we want to be positioned to be able to access that, to access the content, the intent, the precision, the detail of your plans and your purposes in the season that we're in right now. Further on, Father, you say, will you spend time with me? And so I think they're connected. I think Sue talked about it earlier on around the readjustment to pursue the holy presence of God. Father, we, in our longing for you, in our longing for the fulfillment of this word to be real in our experience, we want to pursue your presence, pursue time with you as an individual, as an ecclesia, as, a, as small groups, as families, pursuing time with you, spending time with you, not being in a hurry, so that we are positioned to, for you to reveal the intent of your heart, the content of your heart, the precision details that, mm -hmm. and the blueprints of heaven. But Father, we just offer ourselves to you and say, Holy Spirit, do in us what needs to be done that we can partner with this, the intention of this word, mm -hmm. grace and the gift that is in this word. We ask in Jesus' name and for his glory. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes, Lord, we declare the joy of the Lord is our strength. And we just ask, Lord God, we ask for your church, your ecclesia, Lord God, Lord, that you, with the Holy Spirit, Lord, that we just keep 
filling and refilling, keeping oil in our lamps, Lord, that we don't run out. Just as Karen was reading that that prophecy from David, I just saw in that lingering place, in that place of waiting, I saw us being clothed. I saw God giving us clothing us and giving us his download, his strategy. It could just be for that very day. But I really saw in the waiting and the lingering, I saw him clothing us. Heavenly Father, we come before you today, Lord. We thank you for the wonderful work that you're doing all over the world. But Father God, we pray that we, as your children, our attention is so short-lived, Lord. Every time a revival comes along, we repent and we praise you and we give all our time to you. But as soon as it stops, we go our own way. We see this, oh God, in the Old Testament over and over again. No matter how many miracles you did, Lord, after some time, they complained and they came against Moses. They came against you. And every time you sent a plague and you sent a judgment, then they repented, oh God, and they begged Moses to speak on their behalf and ask for mercy. And you were so merciful, Lord. You were so merciful. You forgave them. And they continued. So, Father, I pray that all these revivals that are going on, Lord, that it'll be a lasting revival. It'll be a true change of heart, Lord, that it'll be so deeply rooted in their spirits that nothing will shake them, Lord. Nothing will shake them. Just like it happened to your apostles, Lord, when they trust you, when they believed you, when they walked with you, and then when after you died and rose again, and they were completely changed by the power of the Holy Spirit, then, oh God, they were rooted. They were ready to die, Lord, and they had the boldness to go forth. Father, I pray this for all of us, Lord, that our belief in you will be so deeply rooted, so changed by your Holy Spirit in these days, Lord, that nothing will shake us because of your love, your mercy, your tolerance, your forgiveness, your long suffering, oh God, and your faithfulness to us, Lord. It'll be so deeply rooted for all of us as believers in every nation and for our cities and our towns and our countries that we'll stand and we'll definitely be a testimony to you, Lord, that people will see that no matter what comes against us, we will stand because we trust in you, because you're a God that stands with us and never leaves us, nor forsakes us. You're always with us. We are the ones constantly leaving you, Lord, constantly being emotionally changed, and then we come back to you. But, oh, God, you're so faithful, so faithful, so merciful, so loving, Lord, that same spirit will be in us, Lord. And we'll stand and stand in spite of everything and be the light that you're called us to be. And we pray this for Australia and we pray this for America. We pray this for all the nations, Lord, where your children are really repenting and calling out that the root will go so deep like the oak tree that nothing can shake it. Nothing will pull it out. So we thank you in the mighty name of Yeshua, Jesus, we pray. Amen 
Amen. 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 I just feel that prayer of, of Shantha's. Lately, the Lord's been speaking to me more about repentance and to help people with repentance because many of us see people at times repent or say sorry, but there's no fruit of it, there's no change. And as Sue has said, as part of her 10 points that she's written, repentance leading to transformation, revival leading to transformation. And the thing about repentance is that the door into repentance is the door of conviction. If you're not, conviction is such a gift from God. And some of you might have read Bezalee Schlink's book, Repentance, the Joy-Filled Life. But if people are repenting because they need to repent, but they've not really been convicted, they lose that repentance sometimes. So that in praying for people to repent, I'm now learning to pray more for the Lord to come with conviction on my own life. I'm speaking to myself here too, on my own life for conviction because holy conviction from God really moves our hearts to understand what he's saying to us about repentance. And then we see the fruit of repentance. But so often we see repentance, but we see no change. We see we hear the words, but we don't see change. We don't see the, turn, the repentance of turning around. So I'd just like to pray, Colin, for that over our nation, Lord, that we thank you, Lord, for the gift of repentance. But we ask also for the gift of conviction. We know where we do need to repent before your throne. Thank you, Lord, that your mercy seat is there all the time for us that we can come to your mercy seat day or night at any time and pour out the sins that you've convicted us of. And we thank you for those words of Christ on the cross. Father, forgive them. They know not what. That's all the sins we've never been convicted about. But And so we've never known to repent to you. Lord, would you bring to Australia the gift of conviction leading to repentance among us all? But Especially, Lord, we're asking for your church in our nation that we be convicted and therefore we know the difference between the goodness of God and the sin that we're committing. And then, Father, that we be given, we can arise. That sin has been forgiven as far as the is from the west and that we can arise to a new day, washed and clean in the blood of Christ and strengthened to then walk in the fruit of that repentance in in our changed lives and to the glory of your name and for the glory of the harvest father so we praise you and we thank you in jesus mighty name amen yeah yeah lord pour out your goodness lord the goodness yeah. brings the conviction and the goodness that leads repentance lord thank you that you have begun to there are with the signs through Asprey and, and beyond. We thank you for the power of your spirit, the love of your spirit, the glory of your spirit, the goodness of our God and the holiness of his name. Jesus. Father, thank you for the word. 
that you've called our nation Australia yeah, the nation of holiness. And Lord, we pray for the encouragement of many evident signs of your goodness leading to repentance out of the holiness of our God in his love. In the name of your son, Father, we thank you. Thank you that you are moving. Thank you that your glory is rising and shining. Even as thick darkness covers the earth, we thank you, Lord, for the greatness of your glory and your kingdom. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Yeah. Colin, I had yeah. Psalm 19, a couple of verses. Would you be allowed to speak them or I've put them in yeah. the chat? Yeah, thank you. When Jenny was speaking, I just the Lord just directed me to Psalm 19, and as verse seven says, "The law of the Yahweh, the Lord, is perfect; it converts the soul." So, Father, we speak that Your Word would come so deep, as Jenny was saying, into our hearts. That is what settles there, and we be renewed in our minds by Your Word, and the testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple where we've been foolish we'd come into your wisdom through your word and then the fruit of it let the words of our mouths the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight O lord because our strength is in you you are our strength you are our redeemer we pray this for australia in jesus name thank you thanks Lenova. thanks Lori. thanks Lenova. Lenova, you've got your hand up. No, no, here we go. Okay, there we are. There's our only, our, yeah, thank you, Lord. Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. For you are faithful. You are worthy, Jesus. Lord, we ask that the very spirit with which Sue had shared with us at the outset, Lord, that we would all, all be deeply immersed in the power of what your spirit, the way your spirit is moving. Lord, here in, in Australia and in the nations, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this fellowship, this koinonia that we have in the spirit, in your son. Yeah, blessed be your glorious name. Yes. Yeah, and bless you all. And just a reminder that it's March the 14th is the Australian Watch, the In Nation Watch next. Uh, yeah, and thank you. Thank you, Sue, for just really launching us in a place in the spirit out of the overflow of the heart of what God's doing. Yeah, let it never stop. Never stop. Thank you. Yeah, bless you all. Just unmute and let's say Bless you all. Thank you. God bless you.